This is episode 24 of the Muse Report. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Muse Report. I'm glad you are here with me this week. I am super excited for this episode because in this episode, it is literally a story of triumph and victory for this specific individual that I have on the show this week. I mean, when it's when you talk about taking your dreams and turning them into a reality, it doesn't get more exact than his story. And it is such a good one because you just see the process that goes on behind the scenes of how people achieve their goals. So on this episode, I have with me Mr. Gabriel Kunda. Gabe Kunda is a voice actor, a musician, um, but mostly known for his voice acting now. Um, he was, went viral on Facebook, Vine, Instagram um, a few years ago with his great voice acting skills that he would post on um, where he's doing different characters and, and, and multiple characters at the same time in the same video. It's just absolutely amazing. A freakishly talented and gifted man and he is absolutely killing it in the voiceover industry right now and he's only 24 years old i think he's 24 so uh if you're a young person a millennial listening to this this can directly apply to you you don't have to wait long to turn your dreams into reality but as i always say before we get into this episode that i know you will love and enjoy uh subscribe and if you don't know how to subscribe i will post a video about showing you how to describe, also how to rate and review, because that might be a little difficult. I remember when I first started rating and reviewing podcasts, um, I struggled a little bit trying to get my name and everything right so that I could put my rating and, and write my review. So if you're having trouble with that, you could DM me on the Instagram page at muse.mentality, or you can message me on Facebook, the Muse Report podcast page on Facebook. And I probably will be posting a video either on my page or on my story about how you could do that as seamlessly as possible. Also a forewarning on this episode, I I don't know what happened while we were recording this episode. In fact, there were a lot of technical difficulties that went down when trying to do this one. I'm telling you, the devil was trying to block this message from y'all, but we shall hear it anyway. So um, I kind of sound like I'm a part of album in, in the Chipmunks in this episode. Uh, my voice is a lot higher. I still sound pretty normal, but um, it sounds like I'm a I'm a ringing first tenor instead of a baritone. So uh, <laughs> just I hope it doesn't distract you during the episode. It shouldn't. Uh, whatever Gabe says is still rather profound, but that's just a warning. So you don't think that anything or your your device is malfunctioning or anything. Yeah, I just sound like a chipmunk in this episode, but we will go on. So without further ado, we are going to get in this episode with Mr. Gabriel Kunda. Here we go. start back over from what I said, even though I could probably crop it out from what I said before, but you know, I'll just say it anyway. Um, 
just the process of your maturation through watching you try to perfect your craft um, and your passion that you had when you were doing those things and watching you grow progressively to getting bigger and bigger, more th- more opportunities, more doors are opening, and now seeing you having a professional career right, right. as a voice actor was just amazing to just watch from like you know a third party view like just watching it happen um and we often see you know well this is what he's doing now he's obviously very talented he's great at what he does mm-hmm. but people don't don't see the work yeah the work ethic and the time spent and the time making videos and the time thinking of content true. to do all that stuff that goes into those doors opening because they just don't fly open to anybody so i just really want to go back to uh your your younger days um, and how you kind of got into the whole voice acting thing. How did it start? Is it something that you just always loved, yeah, or was it something um, that you just kind of fell into, you grew into Texas, it? How did that go? Um, went to Mansfield Summit High School, and I, it was about my sophomore year where, like, I was in a class, biology class, and uh, they would do the whole popcorn read where they would pick individual people to kind of read and, you know, take, kind of take turns or whatever. And so they – as they were doing that, I was kind of like, man, you guys are reading it all boring. Like, it's it's no, it's no fun. You know, it's like, well, and I, because I have a big imagination, I was just like, what would it sound like if James Earl Jones read this? And so, you know, I put on my James Earl Jones voice and <laughs> and um, and I was reading some passage and the, the kids would start to like the students would start to get like involved. And so it was like, wow, I, I'm, I'm understanding it better than me reading it myself. And so <laughs> it's, it's, it was really cool because the teacher is like, okay, wow, like we're going to pick on you to read all the time. And so they were doing that. And at the end of the year, I remember her pulling me aside and was like, um, her name was Miss Dunham. Right. And she was like, <laughs> listen, uh, you need to find a way to get into like announcing or like try doing right. something for the school, maybe be, do announcements for the school. And so I was like, yeah, I'll check that out. And so I signed up to do the audition for um, the announcements and they, they picked me and I was like, okay, cool. Now I got to read up on this and know like what goes into it. And so I searched up um, announcing um, and some videos came up, you know, I was like, okay, it makes sense. But then there was a video on the right side um, that said voiceover um, and I clicked on it and mm-hmm. it, was, it was a video called Million Dollar Voices. You can check it out on YouTube. And it pretty much had all the great voice actors um, of all time, pretty much, on one video. And I'm just watching this, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is a thing. Like, this is, like, you can make a living doing this. And so I was like, this is what I want to do. I already knew in my mind. I want to do this. Um, And so from there, um, I kind of had a kind of trajectory like, okay, voiceover. This is how do I get into it? And I was reading up everything I could on it. Um, I, in our district, we have a, 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 a radio broadcasting class that you can go to at another school. Um, and so I went over there. I signed up for the classes. I took the, the classes. And normally in voiceover, a lot of the radio personalities, they just kind of fall into voiceover. For me, I knew what I wanted because of everything I've seen. I was like, okay, I need to get into mm-hmm. voiceover through radio, not understanding how it really worked. Um, but I, I did radio, and it, it turned it, showed me how to, you know, cut video, cut audio, um, you know, all the mic technique, everything, like script interpretation, all that stuff. Uh, I was just, it taught me a lot. And so I got into a competition for Skills USA, um, and it was for audio radio production. And I was the first African-American in my district to win the national level. Um, and so in Kansas. And so that was huge for me. At that point, I was just like, okay, this is what I want to do for a living. They wanted to pay for my schooling for radio. Um, and it was pretty, it was pretty big. Uh, but 
the problem was I also had like my first love was music. Right. And yeah. uh, I was like, man, what do I, I want to teach music. I want to stay, stay in that choir because I'm a big choir nerd. I'm a big choral here, nerd. <laughs> um, everything was vocals. So like I, everything, I, I wanted to stay in that world and teaching was the best part. I mean, I guess I could sing professionally, which I do now, but um, I, I knew that that was where my heart was at. And so. I was like, okay, I need a degree to teach, don't need a degree to do voiceover, so what do I do? Um, I auditioned at DBU, they gave me a pretty nice scholarship to to, to sing and to do my music education there, um, and I just did that. But while I was doing that, I was doing little small stuff around the uh, the area. I was doing stuff for churches, a, a church in Atlanta, and uh, was, I was actually the voice of m- my school district when I graduated, uh, which was really cool because I felt like I was giving back. Um, but they, like, if you call the school district, mm-hmm. you'll hear my voice. Um, that's something I did, like, back into, in, like, 2014, 2013. So um, I was kind of trying to, my stomping grounds was in, in local, you know. Um, I didn't reach out to any national stuff yet because I just didn't feel like I was ready. Um, but I was working on my craft. Like, I would listen and, and just study these guys, the guys who before me, and just try to copy everything they did um, and just to get myself better. Then I said, okay, well, now, like, I need to kind of get myself out there on social media and, and, and like, use the platform um, for what I'm trying to do. And I used Vine and mm. I, I used Facebook, Instagram, everything I get my hand on um, just to kind of show my creative side with VO. And so that's when you see the videos of the impressions and, and stuff like that and, and right. the music combined with it. Um, How exactly did you use Vine? Because I remember I discovered you on uh, probably, I probably saw you on Facebook first and then I saw you on Instagram. Um, but Vine is like six, seven seconds, right? So Yeah. I was a, uh, I would do stuff like uh, I, I'd get on and it's like uh, introducing Mickey Mouse. Uh-huh. Oh. You know, I just get on and do something like that for for seven seconds. And I mean, I would just pick any character and just devote those seven seconds to that character. Um, And then, you know, I I would also do like at the time, Vine, um, (laughs) it's crazy. Like as far as the music realm, too, was pretty big on Vine, like harmonizing to each other and all that stuff. That was huge on Vine and collaborating with other people. And those people would share your stuff and other people would look at your page and like, oh, my God, he's a voice actor, too. And, you know, that's kind of how that that rolled down. I mean, (laughs) there was you really have to be creative with seven seconds. Um, But uh, we I I found a way um, and, and it was it was pretty. It was pretty awesome. That gave me a lot of. Wow. I think I had like thirty, thirty thousand on there followers on there, and it just kind of transo, tra- uh, uh, translated over to Instagram, and then from Instagram, I was building some stuff up and and went to Facebook, and kind of that's how that the cookie crumbled there. Um, mm-hmm. But then, in the meanwhile, I, I did a voiceover demo, um, just kind of showing my range. Um, and showing the what I can do, and I sent it to some agencies, an, an agency that I've been looking at since I was a sophomore in high school. And I was like, "This is the agency I want to be with. I, I, this is my this is my people. Wow. I, I want to be." You with really them. knew and where like, you wanted to go, like wow. Ex- yes, absolutely. Like I knew it because I, I, I knew the players, and I knew that they were on that roster. And so I was like, right. "One day I'm going to be on that roster. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I know there's not a lot of." brothers yeah. you know african-american brothers on that roster but i said one day i'm going to be able to to break it um you know and so i worked i i, I really did put the time in to learn the craft and i sent my demo over to the agents and i was like you know palm sweating i'm about to go on a choir trip mm-hmm. uh 
collegiate choir trip to uh, Italy. Um, and so I'm just like, oh, my God, I haven't heard anything yet. What's going on? What's going on? And then, like, the literally the day I was supposed to leave, me and my girlfriend are sitting in IHOP, and I get a call, and the head of the agency calls me from – they run two offices in New York and L.A. She called me from New York, and she said, listen, um, you sound incredible. We want to we wanna bring you on. And so I was like, okay, wow, like this is tears flowing and everything. And uh, I I couldn't believe it. Um, but I knew that's when the work would have to, now it's time to prove myself, you know, that I, you know, I wasn't kidding around. And uh, yeah, that's kind of how my career really took off at that point, um, which was a year ago, um, almost right. a year ago. You're a little bit over, but yeah. Man, that's that's that that honestly might be the, the like the top best feelings like ever in the world like you work so hard for something and then like it all just comes to fruition like finally it's it's un it's 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 i can't i can't describe it i really can't um and it's I, it's almost like the, it was the, all i thought about and dreamed like i i would literally get up in the morning practice because i knew the opportunity the time would come right. where i would have to you know, kind of stand up to these guys and, and, and show what I could do. And so that's all I would dream wow. about, all I would think about, breathe, eat, sleep, voiceover. Um, and, you know, it, it came to fruition, and um, it's still coming to fruition. Like, a lot of things are still manifesting themselves, like, now, and things I was talking about back then. So it's it worked out okay. Um, You, you mentioned your uh, use of social media, and it's becoming such a big platform for exposing talent yeah yeah um and lots of people it's, it's really almost becoming a crowded it's, well it already is a crowded space yeah and um this is a kind of a twofold question but what is your opinion about how to use social media to show the world what you can do and also what was it that you made sure that you did to set yourself apart from the the rest of the people. I mean, I don't really know how crowded the space was for for VO, <laughs> but um, I know definitely as right. far as music goes, and um, let's say comedy right. or things like that. <laughs> like the space is really crowded, and if you're not exceptional or do something different, it's really hard to stand out from the crowd. So, um, right. what do you think about social media, and and how did you stand out? Well, in the in the in the side of on the side of music things. Um, I was doing I was one of the few people that started the whole like harmonizing to myself and like doing the the boxes and stuff like that and singing and p uploading it to Instagram. I was one of the first people to start doing that. Um and so it was about this was about mm -hmm. maybe like 2014, I'd say 2013 um mm -hmm. and and coming going up on uh, that way. And so at the time it wasn't a it wasn't a thing, a big problem obviously there were people doing showing their musicians ship and stuff like that on keyboard and stuff but it as far as the a acapella realm and, and singing and vocals it wasn't as prevalent mm -hmm. um yeah. and so as the year i kind of use that to my advantage um i was just kind of rolling with it as far as voiceover is concerned nobody was doing that you know um there were people who were on youtube doing like yeah. impression <laughs> videos like 100 characters within five minutes and stuff yeah that, that that was definitely there but as far as using so uh, uh, mm -hmm. Instagram, uh, Facebook, and, and Vine and stuff, nobody was really doing that, especially in the the whole, like, where I would have the different boxes with the characters. Nobody was doing that, and, and I wanted to, and that was yeah. my thing, how I wanted to set myself apart. I was like, I wanted to 
I, I wanted to bring, I wanted people to see the characters and I wanted people to see me. And so that, you know, it's not like me just saying on the, on the caption, hey, I'm doing Homer Simpson. Um, because at that point, right. you may not really connect it. But if you see Homer Simpson's face and you see me doing it, you're just like, oh my gosh, you know, I can, you know, it makes yeah. sense. And so that's what I wanted to bring to it. And um, I, I remember something that really took off was, and I didn't know that there was a world for it, but like uh, the Batman series that I would do. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a couple of those series and those things went like viral. viral. Like yeah, I, I can't even explain. <laughs> yeah, like it was, it was, I, it was very overwhelming because I was like, I didn't even know it was a world. So now I'm like, I think I'm like at 12 mm-hmm. episodes now where I've done just all the voices on my own. And uh, with, with the exception of other few others where I had my friends help me out on. But um, those that was really what put me on the map as far as voiceover is concerned. Um, and I and I, I realized then I was like, OK, this is the way that can get me in as far as like getting me noticed right. by people um, who can make decisions. Um, like right. I was like right. my video yeah. got reposted by Tyrese. Um, Gibson, um, I had did a video for him. Like he had an album that came out, and I thought to myself, I said, you know what, I could like do a voiceover on top of that, right? And uh, it's a good promotion, promotion way, you know, for him and for me. And let's see what happens. And I did it, posted it on my Instagram. He saw it and reposted it. Then bam, like people wow. are people are now messaging me, like Universal messaged me, and people, you know, like some big people were like, yo, like could you do this for us? Could you yada yada yada. And um, and I was just doing that. I was doing that with different people, and I was targeting. Mm-hmm. You know, I was trying to be strategic about it. I was like, these people, they need promotion, and they they're gonna use a voiceover anyway. How about you just use me? You know, so I would just take liberty and and right. and do it that way. And I would use my editing skills and take the video that they would put put it in my DAW, mm-hmm. record on top of it, things you know, and, and then put it back up uh, with my face on it, so that when it got reposted, I put my watermark there. Bam, you know, followers would come my way. Um, and so anyway, that's kind of how I built that. And I think it's social media is, is very, it's a powerful tool. The thing about it is you just don't know what will be the thing that, that puts you, right, right. that would separate you. you know, what will be the thing that blasts you? Right. Um, and so you just have to keep on just creating content that for me is creating content around the things. That yeah. I do. Yeah. I, I see that all the time. People think, well, I'm going to make this viral video. I'm going to make this thing. And it, like you could literally every story I hear, it's like the thing that people least expect exactly. to go viral is what takes them off. Exactly. And um, just yeah. what you did. I mean, the way you did it, it sounded very organic. And I'm sure it was because you were just doing what you love and you just wanted to be you with it. But what you sure, did, yeah. I mean, in, in the scheme of, I mean, business. Well, I'm a business major. So, I mean, I guess I kind of relate to it. But um, I mean, just finding yeah. your niche market or niche market. And finding that opening to get in, then finding the decision makers and having access to them, it's, it's really right. genius when you think about it. Even though you did it in such like an organic way, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, like those, like what how I got into that, I was like, just like man, I'm not gonna be get opportunity to right. Like, I can't yeah. send an email to these people and be like, yo, check this out. They're going to throw it in the trash. The easiest way I can have connection, honestly, is social media. Yeah. Like, is the closest, one of the closest opportunities you're going right. to get to someone, you know? You're just a tag away, you know? So I said, let me just figure out a way to, to I'm just going to tag them. I'm going to get my followers to tag them as well. And it, and it, and it worked out. And so it just, you got to learn how to use it, I guess. Nowadays, it's harder, I will say. It's Definitely. just harder because it's inundated with so much so much content, but uh, it happens. I yeah. will say, man, that's good. Um, I mean, you were 
so at a young age, I mean, high school, that's still pretty young. Most yep. people are in college or graduated already and still don't really know what they want to do. Um, right, so you right. having that focus from such a young age was great for you. But um, as far as the mindset toward achieving your goals, because someone can find out what their passion is, and I hope that they will act on their passion in a passionate way, working on it all the time. Mm -hmm. But as far as setting goals for yourself, because some people are like, okay, I have this place I want to get to. But how do I get there? So did you like say, well, um, I want to master this voice by this time? Or did you just do it literally like every time you're in the, in, in the car, the radio station, you're repeating what the people are yeah. saying. You're on well, TV, you're repeating what they're saying. Both. It was definitely or, both. Um, for the impression videos, it's funny. Once I started to see that, it started to get a little more traction. It was just like, okay, cool. Like I can keep doing this. And I would tell myself every day I'm going to learn one voice. Um, like Maybe today is going to be Homer J. Simpson. So I'll sit there and I'll watch just The Simpsons over mm. and over again, copy, record myself literally for three hours and just keep doing it over and over again. Homer J. Simpson, oh much. <laughs> you know, just over and over and over and over again. And until I felt like it was in a good place for me to start actually recording it and right. put it out. So I would record the, vo I, would, I would practice the voice in the morning record the voice at night, then post it every day. And that was, it, there was kind of a discipline for me to learn these voices and not in, not only just character voices, right. also just like commercial reads, promo reads, trailer reads. I would do that every day to get better, to get better. Um, because I did have a goal in mind. It was like, I know where I want to be in a few years, right. not knowing that it would be literally the next year or, you know, not, not, I just knew that was my mindset. And so that's what I was chasing after. Um, and every day, I, I, I pretty much had a, a plan. As far as me being in the car, like, I'd get in the car and driving and whatever, and I'll just be like, oh, today, I, you know, maybe I want to learn Optimus Prime, or maybe I want to learn Courage the Cowardly Dog, or maybe, you know, I just, or, 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 or Mushu from Mulan, just stuff like that. And I'm just, just do it in the car. Practice, 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 practice on my own in the car. I look crazy, um, <laughs> but it's something I wanted. And, um, yeah, that, those are my goals. Like, every day, learn a new voice. Um, and record and, it yeah. and put it out there. So you recorded you recorded new content every day. Every day. And you put in it in 2015. Wow. That's yeah. all I did. 20, 2015 and 2016 I, I did that. The summer of 2015 specifically. Like I was recording a voice every day and I was putting it up. That's oh, wow. Okay, for anybody that's listening to this, if you're are doing something and you say you don't have time, you do because Listen. <laughs> like yeah. that that takes a while, and you were in college, I was in right? college. I was in college, and I was doing summer right. classes, too. So, I, yeah. so, mind you, 18 hours in summer classes. I, I forgot to mention that. Uh, <laughs> Lord. I'm taking but, summer classes now. I need to do an assignment after this, actually. But <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, it was. I knew, that's what I, again, That's what, when you really want something, you know, you will do whatever it takes um, to, 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 to make those dreams come into fruition. It's not going to happen you just sitting there. And the thing also was, like, I was broke. I didn't have any money. I didn't have money to go and take any, like, acting classes or any voiceover classes or anything like that. I also didn't have, I didn't have any much friends in the industry for them to yeah. help me out and say, hey, this is what you need to do, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. So I was going by straight just ignorance and just going, like, this is what I need to do for myself and this is how I'm going to learn. Um, and yeah. I thank God for the Internet, <laughs> because if it wasn't for it, like I wouldn't get the information that I did or I was getting. Um, and it saved me a bunch of money. Um, people ask me, you know, do you take any voiceover coaching right now? I, in my entire career, 
with the body of work that I've done as as of late, I've only taken only two sessions of voiceover right. class. The majority of what I have, and that that's not saying you know you shouldn't take any classes, but the majority of my learning experience has been online and experiencing and and doing and watching TV and copying it and doing it. So you know, don't let don't let money be an excuse. <laughs> yeah. Right. Do you think? Uh... What what are your what is your thoughts on college? I mean, clearly you went to college. You have a degree in music education, yeah. um, and well, I mean, I'll get to that a little later. But I mean, your career is voice acting, so that's not a direct uh, line from right. from what you said in college. And the thing, the the popular thing, I mean, amongst this millennial gender generation, which is kind of teaching the generation that's coming up next, um, is basically uh, college is. From my parents' generation to us, college was like, you need to go to college if you want to get a job, you want to have a good life, blah, blah. College is a necessity. Now things are kind of changing, saying, well, because of the internet, man, it's yeah. so powerful. Uh, I mean, you can learn what you need to learn without it's college. It's a Very choice. True. You can make it because there's so many examples, and we get to see so many examples every day of people who are making it without a college education. Yeah. Um, so, so what do you think about that? Um, I think when I look back on it, I'm <sighs> – it's like, man, I, I, I probably could have still done what I'm doing if I went to a trade school, a two-year situation. Um, and I, it's nowadays, it's not as necessary, I feel like. Um, but um, a lot of what I experienced in college, believe it or not, contributed to where I am now. So it's it was all that, like, the, the connections that I was making with people um, the opportunities, like uh, the opportunities that I was I was getting from just mm-hmm. being in school, and like I didn't have any bills to pay because for the most part, like my bills were taken care of by the scholarships and stuff like that. So I was able to focus on VO and and, and work that. I feel like if I was outside of that bubble, uh, because college is somewhat it, it somewhat carries mm-hmm. you. Obviously, you are paying your stuff, or whatever, but it's somewhat you know what I'm saying you're still in some type of of right, know, yeah. structure. And yeah, so with Without that, I feel like I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been as focused. I feel like I feel like there would have been, I would have had to, maybe be doing like a a nine to five job to kind of, you know what I'm saying, outside of it. So, mm-hmm. it, um, yeah. I will yeah, say, I although it doesn't, it's not directly in voiceover. I still feel like it helped. It really did. And plus, I'm a musician, so. I think it was important for me to know, like right now I teach voice also. I teach voice lessons with different students. Mm-hmm. Um, I the, the things that I know now as far as the, the human voice, I wouldn't have known that at and I went to college. I, feel, I mean, just kind of like. That's exactly what I was about to get you to. You know, yeah. you know, like the, yeah. the whole, the, the literature that I would sing in choir, like right. uh, um, the traveling that I went to Italy, England, I wouldn't have gotten able to do those opportunities had it not been for school. Um, yeah. Now maybe later on down the road that could have happened, but they were paid for, <laughs> like you know, by the choir. So it's like um, <laughs> there were so many things that I, I'm thankful for school about. Yes, it was. Now I look at it, I'm like, man, I just got done paying my student loans, and I'm like, wow, that was a lot of money. Um, but but yeah. I'm, I, I'm I won't say that it was a it was a bad choice. I feel like it was something that contributed to what I'm doing now. Um, yeah, yeah, and um, a lot of times these days it's that, like that being your own boss yeah. is is a thing, you know. <laughs> like it's it, yeah, a lot of that's what the millennial stage I feel is about owning your own thing and working on that. And yeah, so I think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty much. That's probably the closest opinion um, I've heard to mine. As far as I mean, I think college is important for some people. You got to know. Yeah. Uh, based on the individual. Um, but as far as for me, man, just not necessarily what I'm learning in the school that I study in, but just the experiences, mm-hmm. man. And, um, like I, I was talking to you before we started recording. I'm about to go to South Africa in two days. Um, Crazy. And like. That would never. I, I probably would even have gone out the country if right. I hadn't. <laughs> right. If I hadn't like had this opportunity and the things that I learned from just meeting people and networking in these random places that I'm going, um, would never happen if I didn't decide to go to college. So it's more really just for the experience and opportunity rather than exactly. the actual education exactly. itself. Um, what is your most memorable part of your career so far? I know it's still young, but yeah. I'm sure you have something. As of late, man, it's it's got to be the MTV Movie and TV Awards. Um, mm. That was unlike anything I've ever experienced. Um, I think it was just, I think it wasn't real to me until, because the MTV Movie and TV Awards were pre-recorded. Mm. So I was able to go and record and, 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 and do the live announce and everything. But it wasn't until I sat down on my couch and saw... The production come to life on the TV. And then at the end of the show, my name being up there, Gabe Kunda as announcer. I think that at that point, I was like, this is real. Like, I, this is, I would have never, like, when it happened within a year of me actually starting this professionally. So it was mind blowing. I I, I can't, I can't, like, I literally, I mean, there was tears that shed. Like, I don't know, I was like, man, like, I really, this is a really, and I'm, a, I'm a, I, you know, big on faith, right. you know, and I'm thankful because God really opened that door for me. I mean, the, how I got that even the audition, I mean, the audition came in, they were, they were just like, uh, we want casual mail um, for this, for the, for the live announce. And I auditioned and heard nothing back. Um, they sent the audition again and they said, okay, this time they're looking for like an urban mail, but they want him to have enough gravitas to cut through the 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 spots because you know it's really loud people are cheering and stuff so they wanted to have that right, right, and so i was yeah. like okay i guess i'll audition again and my agent called me he's like you should audition again to see what happens whatever i auditioned literally a day later i got the call saying yo they they, they want you and i'm like what you know what? I'm, in, I'm, I'm in the right i'm in the bank i'm over here trying to ca- check and i'm like and she calls me up and she's like gabe get ready because they, they, they definitely want you. And I was like, you're lying to me. Like, this is crazy. This is this is wild. Um, so, anyway, that wow. was my memorable. I think my most just, yeah, that was it. That was it. So, like, you have an agent and they and they uh, find these opportunities and you pretty much send in a demo or audition tape or, or recording or something like that? Yeah. I have an agent. I have agents and managers, so I'm a, I'm a part of an agency called Atlas Talent, and they're a bi-coastal agency. They have an office in New York and L.A., so all the opportunities that come as far as voiceover to the New York and L.A., they'll mm-hmm. send it to me, um, and then I'll audition that way. I also have management in New York and L.A., and they will do the same thing. Um, they Management, they, they get to pitch you a lot more because the roster is a lot smaller. Agencies are bigger uh, 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 roster, um, but... Luckily enough, my agent, you know, my agency is one of the best in the in the country. So um, I'm able to get a lot of the opportunities that come by. I mean, it, it's crazy what I see right. in my inbox every other day. It's just like 
I'm reading for that today, you know, something for Lion King or something for just just crazy stuff. Like, and I, you know, right. I can never talk about, I can never say like, you know, I'm doing for, you know, I whatever um, until they, they announce it. But it's it's still a dream come true. Wow. So, what does the average day of a voiceover artist look like? Like, how's it? Oh man, go. Uh, it's different every day. It's different every day for me. Um, I, I, I work in a lot of areas within voiceover. Um, first is promos and promos is, is what you see. Like, um, I work on the four on Fox. And so uh, you probably heard yeah. those a lot of times, the four yep. on Fox, yeah. you know, I do that every day. We have sessions with them every day and those are network promos. Um, and so in the morning I, I get up like at around, I'll get up at like at eight, 8 AM my day. And I get up an hour mm-hmm. early for New York because we're an hour ahead and, uh, LA follows maybe two hours later. And so I'll just, from that time, I'll be working on maybe some uh, scripts that came in last night. And from about a, about 12 o'clock, I'll get uh, new, uh, LA start sending me stuff too. And then about two o'clock, I'm like in sessions. Like I'm, I'm with the producers on the phone. We're either working on trailers, I'm working mm. at promos or commercials from two to about five. I'm working. Today's a relatively light day, um, but that's pretty much how it is. And then for movie trailers, you just don't know. Like movie trailers, movie movie trailers and promos, those are like on the clock. So you have to be like I have to be from like ten minutes away from my house just because I may get a call just like that drop of a hat, and I have to be here. So a lot of people will say, "Hey, I want to take you out to dinner." I was like, "Yeah, as long as we're in town, because I can't, <laughs> you know, uh, I can't get away from the studio because they just Fox will just call or CBS will call or USA Network or, or Spike TV or which is now Paramount Network will just call me and I'll just need to be ready. Right. And so yeah, my day's pretty full with just VO stuff. And then there are times where I need to go into uh, I do some work for Funimation Studios. It's with the people who do Dragon Ball Z oh, cool. and um, yeah. all those guys. And so I'll go in there and I'll work. I'll drive in and, and work on there. And then sometimes I'll do a video game in L.A. Um, and I'll need to be in L.A. Right now I'm working on a show on Netflix. Um, and so I'll need to be in L.A. for that. And so like animation, video game work are mostly done in L.A. Um, mm-hmm. And everything else is done from the comfort of your home studio. Wow, that's so cool. You could pretty much do like everything remotely. You don't even have to for the most go part, to yeah. like work yeah. like lots of people. No. Nah. No, nah, I literally, my bed is right here looking at me, and I just wow. roll out, brush my teeth, hop into the office, and work. Wow. <laughs> it's it's really fun. Um, sometimes it can get a little, you're just like, man, I've been in the house right. working yeah. all day. I wonder what the sun looks like. You know, I wonder what the green is. But uh, it's like, I'm a homebody anyway, so I'm just like, man, what am I doing? Uh, this is great. This right. is a dream. I'm, I'm making money wow. out of my closet. It's awesome. Um. What's your favorite pastime when you're not doing VO? Um, man, what am I doing when I'm not doing VO? Well, it'll probably be music. I'm either yeah, I was just thinking. music. Yeah, I'm like this is, it's. I, I think now like music and VO are like one to right. me, so it's just like <laughs> it's hard to separate them. But yeah, I'm doing music. I'm arranging. I'm 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 doing that, and then I'm watching. I, I do a lot of TV watching, obviously. Um, it's always important for you future VOs out there. Always watch TV; it'll help you. Uh, um, and or I'll I'll um, I'm a big video game, big right, on yeah. video games. Uh, I have my PlayStation just up there, and every time I'm on a break uh, or something, okay. I just click on TV and I'm playing games, bro. I'm Call of Duty or whatever the deal is. Uh, yeah, so. Oh, sure. 
Oh yeah, I I saw one of your Facebook posts, uh, and it said that you were um online playing. Yeah. And um, the guy was like, "You sound like yeah. the guy off a of TV." And, like, and you're like, well, uh, yeah, "I am the guy off a of TV." <laughs> and uh, it was it was cool. He got his dad to come over there, and I did some stuff for them. And they're like, "Dude, that I don't." They were like, "They still didn't actually believe it." And it's like, "Yeah, I, it's cool." <laughs> you know. Wow. A lot of people. A lot of people. I'll get online and. And they'd be like, dude, you sound super familiar. <laughs> I'm like, man, I used to be like, oh, my God, yeah, I'm the, I'm the guy. I'm the guy. Right. But then I realized they just do not believe yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and I, at, so I, I'm at this point where I'm just like, eh, I'm not. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know who I am. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I get that all the time. Just, just have an interesting voice. You may know. Wow, that's so cool, man. Uh, I mean, the music stuff, too, if you – I'm gonna put. I mean, I'm gonna put all your handles. I'm gonna ask you also to plug them at the end. Um, but I have them in the show notes so people can check out your website, Instagram, Facebook, wherever they want to go. Sure. Um, but I mean, the stuff that you post with like Jarius and Liv and all that stuff is just like mm-hmm. so good. Like you give hope to all the bases out there, man. Like oh yeah, <laughs> uh, it's so like the stuff you do in your register is phenomenal. And um, thank you. Bro. I mean, thank I meant you. to ask you back when we were on the topic, but we kind of segued off segued off of it. But um, the things I mean, I'm sure you've taken some vocal or pedagogy classes. Um, being a music major, sure. Um, has did that help with oh, the yeah. VO? Like how to control your voice, your diaphragm, and oh, how yeah. to manipulate um, the human the human voice. Yeah, naturally. I mean. I sit. I'm. I'm. At, I'm. I'm like bass baritone, so um, mm-hmm. naturally I don't have a a, a cutting big voice, and uh, and right. so when I'm. But what I've learned in music, um, we can manipulate things to make it sound as if, you know. And so a lot of when I'm getting up to the mic and I have to do something for like, uh, a trailer or something like that. Radio PG thirteen right. now play, and I have to do something like mm-hmm. that. Um, I'll just open the chamber, you know, and just kind of make it a, a more rounder sound. And so everything sounds a lot more epic, you know. But, and that's the stuff I've right, just learned yeah. in music, you know, <laughs> and just, and, and, and pedagogy and stuff. And, and it, or if I need to make the sound a little bit more thin, just everything is up here, you know, and mm-hmm. kind of lighter and. Yeah, you know, I hear that in your in your in your things too. I'm like, man, his voice is so versatile. Like sometimes he sounds like a different person. Well, I mean, I mean that's what you're <laughs> supposed to do, but yeah. Right, acting, right, right. but uh, definitely got that from. Or if I got to be a big guy, you know, you know, just big and you know, big and tall and kind of with a gruff voice, you know. Or sometimes I got to be a yeah. bit higher, you know, and 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 just manipulating that. And when I knew kind of the mechanics of my voice, I'm like, and just and again, taking vocal pedagogy kind of helped you understand. Right. Okay, yeah. oh, this is what's going on when I'm doing this and that and that. Uh, that helped, and so yeah, I, I definitely. Uh, I picked up some stuff from the, of the you know tricks of trade through through pedagogy and, and voice training. A lot of yeah, that. I'm gonna have to. I mean, I never took voice lessons. I was a music minor uh, for a couple semesters, but I mean, I'm trying to graduate this year, so I kind of had to drop some things off. No, brother, go ahead and graduate that. <laughs> Get that degree, man. So, uh, <laughs> but I mean, I I sing I sing and um in the Aeolians and stuff. So I mean, I'm I'm literally around music every day, and I, I my friends are lots of my friends are music majors and stuff but uh i just learning i'm, I'm a awesome. natural bass baritone too so uh can i had to yeah. hit some some pretty low notes uh for this competition that we're about to be in i'm gonna need some help <laughs> i might oh. need some help on how to on how it. to hit those uh 
As long as it's in the morning, you're fine. Oh, oh yeah, in the morning. I'm, <laughs> I'm James Earl Jones in the morning. Oh, man. Uh, but uh, we're, we're running low on time, so, I mean, going to start closing it out. Just want to also ask, where do you see yourself in the future? I mean, you've gotten so far in really such a short amount of time. I mean, clearly you're just so talented. Things are just happening like that. But, um, I mean... Lots yeah. of things that you said happened like within the past year. Where do you see yourself in the next year from now or five years or whatever yeah. it is? It's, it's really because it's so funny to me. And I, I, I try to make this the humblest way possible. Like a lot of the things that I'm doing now are what I was seeing myself right. doing like five years from now. <laughs> So um, it's very interesting. Like, I, I, I see myself doing a lot of more uh, mm-hmm. animation mm-hmm. work. Um, I'd love to be the voice of, uh, of yeah, a certain yeah, character yeah. and, 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 and kind of go on some, like, some Comic-Con stuff and just kind of meet, you know. I would love to be a part of that situation. I, I mean, it's, it's, animation is a beast in its own, like, to try to get into. Um, but if you got the right representation, you'll be fine. And also, if you're a good actor, you'll, you'll do fine, too. But it's uh, nowadays... I've always wanted to be in a feature film, um, be like an additional voice. Right. Nowadays, they don't really hire voice yeah. actors mm-hmm. to do feature films. They'll hire like celebrities. So like all your your movies that you love, the Coco and Zootopia, all those guys are voiced by celebrities. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of the other little small parts are voiced by guys like us, like the voice actors who are not really known. Um, so it's it, I would love to be a part of that, a, a cast like that. Um, and I, I see myself being more in the, um, I'm just now getting my grip into the trailer world. Um, trailers has been a dream of mine to get into. And as of right now, I have two campaigns under my belt. I'm working on another one, um, working on Black Klansman right now, um, hoping to get on that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, that's been great. And I want to keep on doing those because those are kind of the, the big pain jobs, but, um, uh, yeah, that that and, yeah. and and getting up more commercials. Honestly, yeah, just kind of pushing my career. Like I, I want to be one of the go to guys. You know that they're just like, that's the guy. Um, mm-hmm. And trying to break that box because I think there's like a box that that we get put in as as brothers. You know, we get put into this. Oh, we can only do like yeah, yeah. urban, or we can only do like yo the the, the ghetto dude. You know, yo, what's going on, man? Well, only at yeah. McDonald's. You know, I don't I don't, always, I don't I don't have to be that guy. I can be this guy. You know, different shades. Um, and, and show that range. So, like, I want to be able to break the mold from that, and I want to... A lot of the people were telling me, like, when I wanted to do trailers, people were saying, ah, they don't do trailers anymore. Do, do try something mm-hmm. else, you know, or, like, you're too young, and this and that and the third. Um, and it, it's true. Like, when you go to the movie theaters and you sit down and you watch these trailers, they don't have voices on them, on them oh, yeah, anymore, well, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, if, if you right. go and watch, you just don't hear them anymore as you used to, like, yeah. in a world. You know, you just don't hear that anymore. Now, on TV spots, the stuff that you see on TV, mm. they do have the Ready PG-13. You know, they'll have that. Um, but, so, the, the, you know, a lot of the, the older guys are like, yeah, they, you know, they, there's not, you should probably think about doing something else. And I'm like, no, I really want to get into this. Like, I can do this. And um, it wasn't up until the beginning of the year when I booked the movie Proud Mary, mm-hmm. the campaign for that. That was my first trailer, and I was like, bam, how about right. that? You know, I was like, I can do it, and I'm black, <laughs> and great. Represent, and so, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, yeah, I, was, I felt so proud, because I was like, right. okay, we can do this. Like, it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely possible. But anyway, I see myself doing more of that, honestly, and just kind of, I want to see where it goes. I want to see where the career, I'm 24 now. I'm interested to see where I'm going to be when I'm 30. Um, just kind of 
you know, yeah, man. see what the Lord has laid yeah. out for me. I mean, I, the running theme through this whole thing has just been like, literally, if you have a dream and you have something that you want to do, you can find a way to do it and get it done. And really just be there. I mean, you don't want to exactly. be uh, mean or, or arrogant about it, but be like, you know, I told you, I told you so. I told you I could do it. Um, sure, yeah. And just break those limitations. Right. Right. Uh, that people try to put on you. Um, man, exactly. that's so good. Gabe, thanks for being on this episode um, of the Music Report. This has probably been like maybe my favorite episode so far. I might say oh, that sweet. every new episode, honestly, <laughs> because literally right. each time I have a new guest, I mean, I mean, they keep getting better and better, and that's what I want to happen that's with the awesome. podcast. I want to just keep growing. Yeah. Um, and and you really just uh, preached a message when I preached. I'm getting all churchy. I'm a church boy. Uh, hey, I'm too. Okay. <laughs> but you just you just gave a message. I think lots of, that will resonate with a lot of people. Um, I always at the end of the show awesome. let you plug any type of handles or places that you want people to visit you, look at you. I'm sure lots of them will want to check out your work and music and what you're doing. So now's the time you could just pay them all out there. Sure, you can find me on Instagram at at Gabe Kunda, Twitter at Gabe Kunda and Facebook at Gabe Kunda. I'm all there. You can find me. And my website is www.gabekundavo.com. Thanks, man. Like, uh, the fact that you even responded so quickly and were so available, I mean, I, you're not like Will Smith or anything yet, but, no. um, <laughs> but like, just, I mean, I kind of see you as, you know, out there like you know you're, you're doing your thing man and, and you are very very accessible and very uh just nice and, and and i really appreciate that man. absolutely man it's an honor to get on this show i'm i'm excited thank you all right um i think we could pretty much draw this one to a wrap gabe kun everybody talk to y'all next week wow if that didn't inspire you i don't know what will i mean to see him from a sophomore in high school declaring what his dream was and working relentlessly until he got there is just outstanding. And the fact that he went from just breaking into the industry to being the voice of the MTV Movie and TV Awards within a year, man, it shows that anything is possible if you put your mind to it. In age, color, demographic, nothing matters as long as you want to put that work in. I hope you guys were inspired and learned something from this episode. Um, I have lots more things that I have in store that I really want to get on the road uh, as far as Muse and the podcast goes. Stay tuned. You can follow us on Instagram at Muse.Mentality or on Facebook, uh, the Muse Report podcast on Facebook. So remember to DM me, subscribe, um, and leave any comments or reviews, whether you have questions or whether you have raving uh, reviews that you would have put out there but the one thing that I just really want you to do the most is share this episode with somebody if there's somebody that you know that needs to to hear an inspiring word uh, something to, to get them going to reach their dreams and their goals share this episode, put it on your Twitter, your Facebook page, uh, just share the link, send it to someone through text message um, all those things you can do so that's my one request of you guys is to share this episode with at least one person. Thanks, guys, for tuning into this episode, episode 24 with Gabe Kunda. And I will talk to you guys next week. Peace.